Hey, First Love Church, it's Devo time, alive from death row, our studio. And, uh, you know, uh, we're going to be doing some Devos, and we're going to be doing them every day. We're going to be posting them every day. I've been working on this book for the last couple of years. It's called Living Life 365, 24-7. But now we're, uh, we're approaching a time when we're going to do this on video so you can watch it, um, enjoy it, and I hope you do. Today we're going to be talking about... Um, Something that, well, for First Love Church isn't that unusual, and that's fighting. And, um, you know, we got a rough and tumble crew here. And, uh, and so a lot of these devotions that I've written um, are, are, are written probably more for um, our kind of people, kind of people that come up hard, come up difficult. Um, so today we're going to be looking at 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 5. Let's do this. I was a dead man walking until you left this We're going to be looking today at the fight. You know, we got a lot of interesting characters here at this church. Uh, this is the church where tough guys come to cry. This is the church where people who normally don't fit in church fit in church. And uh, it's the most comforting and, and, and welcoming place I've ever been to. And I was here, you know, I've never had to look at my watch or I've never felt like more comfortable in a group full of weird looking people. So um, a lot of people at First Love Church have spent their lives fighting for one thing or another. Fighting addiction, fighting just to fight, fighting over the girl, fighting over the drug deal. But the kind of fighting that we're going to be talking about today is the spiritual fighting. And we're taking this text from 2 Corinthians 10. And it goes like this. For though we walk in the flesh, starting in verse 3, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. You know, I look at 1 Samuel 17, and it's where David is getting ready to fight with Goliath. And he goes in and tells Saul of his plan, and Saul says, you can't go up against this, this giant. And David says, yes, I can. When the bears came after me, I strangled them, killed them, did dirty on them, and, and, and so forth. And, and, and so he tried on Saul's armor and his helmet and his, his sword. And that was an endeavor to use the weapons of the world to fight a spiritual battle. And David quickly found that those weren't going to work for him because they didn't fit. They dragged. They were too heavy. And, and so that's how it is. Uh, the weapons that we use to fight a worldly war will not work in a spiritual battle. So David went out simply with his sling. And he went to the brook and he picked five smooth stones. Now, the brook bottom was just absolutely covered with rocks of different sizes and different qualities and characters. And, and I'm sure that he had to search for those five perfectly smooth stones. And notice he only took one stone to kill Goliath, but he had four extra. We always need to be amply supplied with our weapons. But I always used to think that when it said take every thought captive in this uh, uh, passage from 2 Corinthians 10, I always thought it meant that like, if I had an evil thought, like if I had a lustful thought or an angry thought, or those were the things I was supposed to take captive. I was supposed to take those captive, stuff them away so that they weren't visible to the world, so that I looked lily white and pure. But I realized that, no, those stones that, that were to put away, those thoughts that were to take captive, those five smooth stones that David had to select from that brook bottom, that he put into his shepherd's bag to carry into battle with Goliath, I realized that those aren't the bad thoughts that we think or, or the weird things that we think or the things that we don't want anybody to know that we think. 
Those are actually like memory verses, like Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all your ways and he will direct your paths. Or, or, or Jeremiah 29, 11 through 14. I know my thoughts toward you, says the Lord. Thoughts of good, not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. And if you pray to me, I will listen to you. And if you seek me and you search for me with all your heart, I will be found by you and I'll bring you back from your captivity. Those are the five smooth stones. Those, those are the, the stones that we're going to use to fight our fight. Our knowing scripture, having them ready to wield and to, to pitch with our, our sling into the forehead of the enemy. So, regarding the worldly fight, many of us know how to fight. We aren't the least bit alarmed when we are invited to put them up. We fought in bars, we fought on prison yards, and as kids we fought on playgrounds. And the Bible speaks a lot about fighting and about war. But it's not the kind of fighting that we have always done. And it is not over the kinds of things we, that we always fought over. The girl, the drug dealer, some other perceived act of disrespect. No, the Apostle Paul describes this war this way in Ephesians chapter 6. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. In this kind of fight, our... Our street skills are not going to do us any good. The only trait left over from our days in the world that may be to our advantage is courage. And God told Joshua, be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. What this war requires is surrender. And that's a tough thing for a lot of us, man, because we've functioned on pride and self-sufficiency and ego our entire lives. But we've got to remember that we've got to surrender to win. We must surrender to the absolute lordship of our King and our God, Jesus Christ. We must bring every thought into captivity, as the scripture tells us. All of our confidence in ourselves must be sacrificed at the altar of obedience to God. Jesus said in Luke 23 and 24, 9, 23 and 24, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. We're going to pray, and we're going to pray thusly. Lord, today teach us to put down whatever we think we know, and teach us to fight the good fight through faithfulness and obedience. Lord, teach us that, that we can only win through the total death of ourselves and our preconceived ideas. Lord, teach us to surrender fully to you as King and God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Same time, same bat channel. God bless you. Have a great day. I was a dead man walking until you left this dead man walking back to life. This is First Love Church. Welcome home.